0: Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by shopgwdistrict.com. 80 different minority owned businesses are listing their merchandise. They're going to have something you need, something you want. Go check them out. Our guest today is the owner of HC Universal Network. He's also the host of the Talking Sound Podcast and Dudes and Beer. We get into a lot of off the wall conversations for this episode i wasn't expecting half of this but we made a new friend in the the city of austin and i'm psyched about that and i I can't wait to get have this guy back on um there was just too much interesting stuff that this guy's into to to cram into one episode so thank y'all for being here and let's give it up for our guest chris jordan all right let's start the show bro you've got some amazing guests on in fact Thank you. your your last uh uh guest with dudes and beer that, an author that's also mm-hmm. hosted a show on the history channel oh
1: yeah yeah richard b spence last time he was on um the reason i had him on was like hey man we've got the we've got the election coming up you taught a class for 34 years to master's level students on the history of U.S. and Russo intelligence relations. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to come on and talk about tampered elections. Yeah. And talk about just the history of the U.S. sticking their fingers in other elections around the mm-hmm. world. And that's Dudes um, and Beers. Operation Gladio, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Dudes and Beers. What's the, the best
0: platform for people to listen to that? Because
1: that, that all looked like it. an
0: interesting... Episode and I want to go back and listen to the full um, thing.
1: We're available on like thirty five different platforms. So if you've if if you've got a podcast app that you use and you can't find us, please come to dudesandbeer.com and let me know. No, I mean it's just for me, all of this and to bring it back to Richard Spence, um, to to see the fact that history is still being written. Mm -hmm, Um, For sure. Even as he puts it, history is incomplete. At at the best, it is our best guess at what we can look at Mm -hmm. through the past and see. At our best guess. We aren't those people. We don't know the filter through which they saw things. That's very important. You know? Um, So, yeah, to... Without knowing all of that, you are really getting an incomplete view of history. Yeah, even somebody that's spent their entire life looking at history is a yeah. kind of
0: totally open and well, un- unending problem in my, front of them.
1: My favorite quote from him was that uh, after after thirty five years of teaching this, uh, the only thing I am sure of is that there is nothing beyond possibility. Right. That's, that's the only thing no, he's sure was, of. Was he speaking about something uh, specifically? He was speaking specifically about just the world of intelligentsia to begin with. Okay. Um, you know, just the alphabet agencies on both sides of the pond, mm-hmm. on all ponds right. that do this stuff. Um and in addition to that, just the world of conspiracy theory. Yeah. You know, um, because even now, and I'm sorry to say that on your show. Um, no. Well, it, you say that, but um, <laughs> that is actively a keyword now. Uh-oh. All of, all of about a year and a half ago, there was a memorandum put out by the FBI. that It, it was about six months before the raid on Area 51. Damn. Uh, that the FBI put out a memorandum stating that, Conspiracy theory is now a form of domestic terrorism. Okay. That's good to know. That's why we started using the term conspiracy hypothesis on my show. Okay. Because by all scientific method, it's hypothesis than theory. Sure. And you're allowed to hypothesize any damn thing you want because now you need theories to prove the hypothesis in order to make it a law. Right. That's how that works. Are you
0: talking, when you say the Area 51 (laughs) raid, are you talking about the internet? what do you call that? The viral thing that was going mm-hmm. on. They had a date set. Yep. There's going to be a bunch of oh, yeah.
1: nerds show up and mm-hmm. rush the gate. The Naruto run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Naruto run. Where it's uh. like, let's just rush the gates like Naruto. Um And that dude is connected to one of my connections. Uh, the guy that set it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the guy who originally said that. Um, from the Phoenix area. Yeah. Uh, he had people in vans show up at his house. Yeah, I'm sure he Straight got his up, ass in a sling. Like, that was like not good. You, you realize that you just invited people to create an incursion <laughs> on a secure facility, right? Um, but aside from that, I was like, <laughs> look look at the nefarious means that they just went through by six months before that, declaring conspiracy theory as a form of domestic terrorism. Now, anybody that goes to that Definitely a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. That means we, by all definition of Patriot Act and everything else, can just swap, gather their data from their phones Damn. as soon as they come in range. Well, that got handled
0: very quietly, didn't it? It I, sure I did. Didn't hear anything about it? There
1: were there were maybe a thousand people that showed up. Yeah, maybe. Oh no, no, I mean the but, uh, them passing whatever provision to make that a terrorist. Uh, oh yeah. That's crazy. I spend a lot of time in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, love Vegas. It's a great city. You a blackjack man? No. Okay. No. Not really a big gambler. Okay. Um, though I'll blow some money on machines because I'll just sit there and drink right, and play right. machines. Why not? Um, what takes that lady so long with the drinks? Yeah, Where is she? You put money in the machine is what <laughs> takes so long. <laughs> the trick is to play the machines up at the bar. So what are you doing in Vegas if throwing? you're not
0: at the slots full time?
1: Working most of the time. Yeah, that's like what I figured. 10, 12 hour days, stuff like that. So, you're there for Cher and Brittany? you doing no, shows for them? No. no. Uh, most of my shows lie in the high end corporate realm. Yeah. So, um, shows like CES, like Consumer Electronics Show, that okay. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and walking there, it was probably about six months before my son was born. My wife flew out to meet me. I was on night shifts. So I was like, why don't you fly out? Um, you could go out to dinner with some of the crew or whatnot, get to know them. They'd love to meet you. And you and I can just walk the strip, do whatever during the day, go out and have lunch. So that's what we did. As we walked by a typical exit in the Venetian complex, I pointed at a sports bar on our left. I was like, you know, I've had beers in there a couple times. I've talked about... You know, maybe going in there and talking to the manager about doing some dudes and beer episodes from there. Yeah. It's always a decent way to have a, have a tab comp for an evening. Sure. You know, <laughs> got a few thousand people that listen. We'll gladly come in and talk about your place all night. Nice. Can we interview your head chef? Uh, all kinds of stuff. So we went out, walked around Caesars a couple few hours. As we walked back by, I got an alert on my phone that the restaurant had liked the Dudes and Beer podcast on Facebook. I had not been on social media in this time period. You hadn't talked to him yet? Walked by with my phone in my pocket. What? That's how deep these little threads go. Because, yeah, you can pay for microphones to be active near your location on social media accounts. Shit. So, yeah, like... You can pay for all that on the back end. It's think, wild stuff. I think most people have seen something like that go
0: on with their their search. It engines, used to be but, quote crazy talk, but people oh, see it more know, and more. Now. Listen, the the big companies are openly admitting that they have oh, these yeah. algorithms and that they're listening to it. I mean, Samsung televisions, like that yep. one over there, they uh, you know they they openly admit that they have listening devices. Twenty eleven, but, but it's not picking up your actual audio. Sure. It's it's picking up. Uh, the wave format or something—they they made it sound like eh, there, it's, yeah, it's listening,
1: but it's not actually recording. Yeah, yeah, it's it's listening. I mean, it's not now. Granted, if it's a smart TV and connected to the internet, that data's going somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk—he made a statement. Oh, he's great. He was
0: asked, "What you know? Do you think it's too late for us to make provisions and and pass laws to protect us against AI?" <laughs> And he said, "Yeah, it's too late. You know, I tried to warn people. The genie's already out of the. It
1: probably is. And that's what that's what a lot of people don't realize. Uh, One of my favorite conferences that I got to work over the last many years was the NVIDIA conference. Okay, I got to work that on both. That's the graphic card. Yeah, the graphic card company. Yeah, Yeah. Um. And what's so dope about NVIDIA Con is like. The people that exhibit in my rooms, in the small rooms on the side. Like the big announcements are dope. Who doesn't like to see the head of NVIDIA come out and sure. dance on stage and <laughs> here's the new toys? Check it out. They're Star Wars branded. Yeah. You know, 1080 TIs. Watch out. Um But to see the guys in the small breakout rooms where it's like, yeah, this luncheon is sponsored by Lockheed today and the International Drone Society, Jesus. and we're going to be talking about terabytes of information that we are gathering via five G. Like the the two of them went and tested their new five G system uh, with Nvidia cards, using Nvidia cards to process the data. Uh, they outfitted one of the all of the F one cars that mm-hmm. were in the race a few years ago. Yeah. And we're processing all of the data points from every single one of those cars in real time. So, so yeah. A lot going on. Just insane. Mm-hmm. And to see people coming in and like, okay, so right now we're looking at a live surface map of the sun. It's like, <laughs> are you live mapping the surface of the sun right now in this room? Like, Still an eight-minute delay, right? Have yeah, we got yeah. that figured out Yeah, yet? yeah. They, they got that. But yeah. it's pretty wild. Yeah. Like, Man. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um, and all that stuff is possible with what is on the shelf. Well, that was five years ago. Um,
0: <laughs> so we're
1: probably maybe a little four more years ago. Um, and at that point, the head of Lockheed Martin was up on stage, or at least that development department was up on stage with the head of the International Drone Society talking about um, the new human versus drone racing league that was about to happen for drones. So well, I mean, there's the drone racing league, but this was the human versus drone racing league, right? But the, where, and this is for the, the, the yeah, yeah. Except like there will be human teams with drones, and then there will be automated drones. What's your bet? And they Who's are competing against each other. It's already happened. It's already happened. The they- best the best air force pilot was taken out by a drone. <sighs>
0: I did hear five about that. Five times
1: this. out of 7. Was this
0: in the the F35? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Shit. So they rigged up a drone pilot for an F35. Yeah.
1: Holy god. It yeah. It beat our best. airplane. beat Force the pilot. best, it beat the best pilot. Was he having an had. off day maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It oh, beat him it beat man. him I want to say 5 times out of 7. It was pretty nasty. Shit. It was not it was not a pretty defeat. How wild is um, that? Um and all of 2015 i think was the announcement um that the first computer had passed the turing test uh which it, alan turing was the gentleman who you know broke the code yeah. in world war ii and really created the first mechanical computer okay. as we know it now that processed ones and zeros by flipping switches on and off yeah. um well, the only reason I understand the Turing test is a couple of sci-fi
0: movies I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Blade Runner, things yeah. like
1: that. And it's basically the concept that blind without seeing what's on the other side, if you ask these questions, this machine would respond in a way that is human, mm-hmm. in a way good enough that it would fool the human. Right. Um, and that happened in 2015. Right. That was the first time that like a computer with all bells and whistles finally passed the Turing test where it was like, wow, I had no idea that was a machine on the other side. Uh-huh. The You're starting to kind of freak me out, Chris. The answer happens so quick. <laughs> um, well, it, I mean, it is one of those things. There's, a th- I, I found it odd that nobody's ears really perked up when in 2011 the UN declared an intergalactic ambassador. Who is it? Um, I forget. I want to say it is a woman from South Korea. Let's look it up. Here, this
0: looks more substantial. This is CBS News. United Nations appointing ambassador to alien worlds, question mark. And Malaysian astrophysicist Maslin Othman may add a new job to her resume. She is currently director of the United, United Nations Office of Outer Space Affairs. Yep. Um, let's see, I don't want to get in trouble for not citing the people. This was CBS News by Edward Moyer, M O Y E R, November 22nd, 2011.
1: So, yeah, wow, man, I even got the year right. <laughs> mm. You did, yeah, That's gore, yeah, things like that happen all the time. But the thing is, like, if, it's one thing to be a newsy and to read the news, things like that. Good on you if you buy a newspaper, folks, keep buying them. Print is so important. It's not, dead, Is it dead? I see see you've got a copy of the DFW Times up on your wall there. Yeah, that's whenever we printed news. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, news is still printed. Um, And if you want to read news, read news. Seriously, read news. Go out there, find you a good RSS reader. I use Feedly. Um, Go to the news sources that you like, Uh and at the top, a forward slash feed, uh huh. And most of the time, you're gonna hit the RSS feed. Okay, now once you've got that RSS reader, you're a world of news changes. Uh, uh, because uh, unfortunately, whenever you watch the news, whenever you listen to the news, there are maybe two or three stories, unless something major breaking happens during the day. By the time eight o'clock rolls around. News cycle is decided.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we don't we don't get any. I noticed this in two thousand. Let's see, two thousand six. Whenever I came back from my first deployment, mm-hmm. there were a lot of different things that were going on. Big things, big stories, big names. I mean, there was a ton mm-hmm. of stuff going on. Yeah. And then whenever we got stateside, Britney Spears shaving her head.
1: Yeah, yeah. And rolled with that for three days. And I. Came to the
0: the realization that ninety eight percent of what was happening on the news back in two thousand and six wasn't news at all. It was, it was uh, who's who who does all the paparazzi
1: crap? Um, <clears throat> TMZ. It was all TMZ. In the times of Edward L. Murrow, it was the facts and only the facts. This is what we're going to report. Right. And you make up your own mind from the facts we present you. Right. That is no longer the case. Huh. Um, <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, folks. Well, it hasn't been as someone who for worked really in mainstream media, and non-mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. So uh, what what you were talking about with the forward slash feed?
0: Yeah. Could you go to like c- www.cbs.com forward slash feed? Yep. Is that how you would do that? Typically, yeah. Okay, and then, then yep. what, what's going to show up? Just all the raw stories, or it'll, it'll be yeah, yeah, like straight from the journalist, or
1: um, yeah. Absolutely, huh. but the thing is, what you're going to see on their website mm-hmm. is not what you're going to see right. on the news because it's being handpicked. Well, right? out because of, they've got an hour, yeah. Either that, or they're trying to draw out a story all day long. Whenever right. you watch a 24-hour news station, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, doesn't matter. Their job is to find two or three stories. And ride that pony till the saddle wears out. um And even even living in the DFW area, whenever whenever the police shooting happened, yeah, uh, were you there for a that? few years ago? No, but I was watching it live. Mm-hmm. And that I remember at the time, I had a co-host on Dudes and Beer, Stephen Bishop. And uh, hey, Stephen. Hey, Bud. Um, <laughs> He was on his way back from work, and it was like eleven thirty at night on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Dude, dude, are you watching this?" I'm, I was outside, like chain smoking cigarettes with my door open, watching the news and watching the police choppers and news choppers, and they had the dude like cornered in the in the parking structure. Yeah, and then they just sent in a drone with a grenade and grenaded him like on live TV, and it was like. He was there with me, and I was like, "Did that just happen?"
0: Is that the first verified like civilian? Yes, robot murder
1: on on American soil, yeah. like drone killed on television. Nobody seems to remember it. Oh, I do. Yeah, like, and it's one of those like, wait a minute, there was. And granted, one dude with some ammunition. All right, there are twelve of you. You yeah. got him cornered from both sides. Well, I mean, the, the issue was, and, and I understand. And granted, you have a much greater tactical mind than I. Well, I guarantee
0: you. you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fairly simple. Okay, you got two issues here. One, how do we protect the lives of the officers sure. that are supposed to be taking this guy in, mm-hmm. into custody? That's the goal, right? To T- take him into custody. No more loss of life. Yes. Take him into custody. Yes. Okay, that's the goal. All right. So, and then we have the other issue, which is, you know, is it legal? Is it, is it morally okay (laughs) to use a robot to blow someone up? Yeah. You know, so. Like
1: major moral quandary here. I
0: understand both sides of it. Now, if I'm going to put my vote in one of the two hats, I, I want to take care of those officers. Sure. They showed up to work today and. You know, they deserve to go home to their families. Absolutely. You know, so if I have to say, all right, we have to get that guy out of there, he's not going to drop his weapon. We've been talking to him for hours, all he's doing is shooting back.
1: We Who don't, knew that they carried actual
0: grenades? <laughs> well like, I mean it's not like it's, fragmentation grenades. So I mean th- those those drones, you know, they've got actuators on them. They oh move. yeah. yeah. So it would not be hard to rig up a wire to a pin and <laughs> I
1: mean I could this do that. was like this was like one of the bomb squad robots. Right. Like yeah. it like reached in with one and like and granted, they've got explosive devices yeah. because they use smaller explosives sure. to take out the bigger ones. Shape balls. charge with a detonator, all kinds of things. Extend the arm, sure. You know. Um but yeah that was just one of those moments that resonated with me. Did you grow up in Texas? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you actively had to pass government and economics to graduate. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Did you pass government and economics? I doubt it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. <laughs> like I remember I remember working really really hard to get a D plus. Yeah. in economics. And it wasn't for not knowing the information. Like I got like over a hundred on my final. Mm-hmm. It was just that I never did my homework. Yeah. So like the best I could start out was a seventy-five. Further we
0: move away from those days, the the foggier my recollection gets of mm, yeah, the details. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, we really should harp on that. I we need I to. look back at my education, um, it, which is limited, but mm. it it's surprising the stuff that we don't
1: teach the kids, you know. Yeah.
0: And I well, think there should be a lot more emphasis on history
1: there There needs to be an emphasis on history, and really a that disassociated view of history, I think I, I think that's to kind of loop back to our conversation earlier with uh the religion of history, the religion of science. We have these very, very hard rules by which we want to define things, and it's either right or it's wrong uh-huh. um and a lot of times it's kind of like Hiroshima and Nagasaki it's really a shit ton of gray pardon my language yeah. on your show no you're fine you're in good company but there's, there's like how gray charcoal Um, yeah. like <laughs> like well, it's a gray gray should we have done it shouldn't we have done it should we allow robots to grenade people yeah. to save people or yeah. you know should, should we like throw a non-volatile in there and mm-hmm. You know, make the guy surrender somehow. Yeah. You know the way that we do with every crowd situation. Like, I guess the tear gas is good enough for a hundred people, but for that one dude in a stairwell, yeah, way too much. You're right, man. If he's, if, if he's not, if he's not used to CS gas, they could have dropped a can of CS. Absolutely. On him and he'd and come well, out And screaming. that's the one that gets me all the time. Is that you know people are like, "This is illegal to use," and it, it, it no, it isn't. It's illegal to use in war. Mm -hmm. You cannot use it in a a war theater. You can't use tear gas. But it is utterly legal for civilian use. As a matter of fact, you can go and look on Google right now and find the C9 containers that the police use. Mm -hmm. Like, you can buy them. For home use? Yeah. Like... (laughs) Hey, folks. As long put, as you've got a law enforcement certificate, you can buy your own tear gas.
0: Here's a, here's a pro tip like. for the listeners. If you got kids and they, they're out on a holiday and, and you're trying to find a way to entertain them, get one of those canisters of gas yeah. and, and let them light one off. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Get the cameras ready. Yeah. You're going to want to film this.
1: <laughs> I, I fortunately did not, did not do the video that i wanted to do at the beginning of all the all the pandemic which was the lysol challenge where it's like who's gonna help a bottle of lysol with me to make sure that you're all clean on the inside and antiseptic weren't they doing that um, and it then fire. people started doing it and i was like oh no no thank god i didn't do that video my wife was so right don't do that <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> don't do that that's not smart chris <laughs>
0: Chris, tell me a little more about uh, dudes and beer. I wanted I want to know the full scope of that because I, like I said, I, I dove into to yeah. some of them, but I didn't get a a, a chance to listen beer, to all of
1: it. Um, has really, really morphed into a show that I've wanted to do my whole life. Yeah, you know, like I'm a I'm a huge, huge fan of Art Bell, um, Coast to Coast AM, uh. Caravan to Midnight with John B. Wells, mm-hmm. shows like that that really cover fringe topics.
0: Is this is this podcast stuff. Is this radio stuff? I'm sorry for radio. my ignorance. Most
1: of that, most of that is radio or online radio. Okay. Um, they skirt the world of podcast because they come from the world of broadcast. So yeah. They've just always had people that are like, Yeah, absolutely, we'll have your show on our network. Okay. Um, so they don't have a problem. Um, podcast was really for a long time kind of that wild west world where still kind of is right still kind of is um but there's a lot out there now that can really knock you down pretty quick algorithmically um (laughs) hey i should i watch uh, out for (laughs) dudes and beer uh three episodes ago My episode on end-time prophecies with my exorcist that I have on was banned in nine countries. Slow down, Chris. What do you mean? You had an exorcist on? Oh, I have an exorcist on my show regularly. (laughs) I love having an exorcist on speed dial on my phone. It's dope. Oh, man, I got some crazy connections on my phone, brother. Um, We're going to have to do this regularly, I think. I'm I'm, I'm thinking we might have to sit down more often. Yeah, yeah. I've got a guy... um, who who is an archbishop in the Order of St. Michael of course you and do. and an exorcist and demonologist. Um, he came on my show to talk about end time prophecy. Okay. And I was like, I've always wanted to do a show on this. I'd love to do it. He's like, Let's do it. Now this um, kind of falls in line with like the book of Revelation. Yeah. Or, okay. Absolutely. Um, so we had a big conversation at the beginning of the show, because a big thing I like to do is we can rabbit hole all day, but before we do, let's make sure that we understand, folks, that we are here to learn. Sure. Um, do these things exist? Yes. Let's look at them through the eyes and the lens of history. Let's look at them from the filter of the people that lived them, mm-hmm. the world that they lived in. That's what you had to understand.
0: So in this instance, you're talking about exorcists and their lens? Um, well, more...
1: The End Time Prophecy. Oh, okay. More okay. things like the Book of Revelation. Okay. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was written by some people that were living through some pretty horrible religious persecution at the time. Right. Um, anything to give you a little bit of help and hope would yeah. be nice. Consider the source. Um, yes, exactly. And consider the filter of the source. Right, right. You know, consider the eyes of the people that wrote it. hmm And try to see it through theirs. Um, well, that episode got banned in nine countries. Because, of course, we're talking about end-time prophecy. That's going to bring up things like Israel. It's going to bring up things like Iran, Iraq. Um, A lot of Muslim countries like that will not allow talk about end-time prophecy. So, yeah, I got to contact my... My priest friend who's an exorcist to be like hey padre welcome to the band club <laughs> you're you one of my many guests that's been banned somewhere on the globe i want to hear more about this but
0: <laughs> how do you know that you got banned like what happens do you get a notification yeah
1: yeah you get a notification content disallowed is this on youtube or uh youtube various other platforms wow yeah. youtube itunes all that kind of stuff that makes sense i mean yeah it's
0: you know we're, we're very fortunate and I tell people all the time the first and the second amendment are the most important to me the freedom right. to protect yourself and the, uh, the, the freedom to say what you want
1: Freedom to tell the King of England to get the hell out of your house.
0: Right. It's, what, it's what we have. Yeah. yeah, you know what the King of England doesn't have?
1: 13 colonies. That's right. That's right. I saw that the other day. I was like, that's great. One of, my, one of my favorite scenes ever from The Simpsons is whenever he gets his gun and he's uh-huh. walking around the house like shooting light switches on and <laughs> opening cans of beer with it. Dad, that's not what that's used for. How do you know what it's used for? Huh? Huh? Like poking her with the gun. <laughs> on the Simpsons <laughs> God! without a gun the king of England could just walk right into your house you want that <laughs> no alright then <laughs> there is no king of England Crap, Homer where were we going before that before
0: Sorry, I offer, I derailed you I think I'm responsible for that one. Uh,
1: we, we were going into banned episodes oh, things like right, that that's
0: right but anyway we, we have some freedoms here that other countries don't so it makes sense that if you say the wrong thing it can't air in certain countries yeah Or might be taken off the platform entirely. And
1: that was a lot of the roots of Dudes and Beer. Uh Um, As someone who was a student of philosophy, student of theology, um, for me, discourse is the primary thing. Uh Um, Even if we disagree, I don't care. I still want a discourse. Uh I want to know what you believe and why you believe it. For no other reason than to know what you believe and why you believe it. Uh I have no ulterior motive. I'm starting to see a trend with
0: podcasters. Um, The subject of being comfortable in the uncomfortable conversation Mm. keeps coming up. And I mean... Just oh, absolutely. An episode I edited today yeah. that's going to be released on, well, tomorrow. Yeah. And then uh, an episode I did months ago with a friend of mine. And it just keeps coming up. But
1: there's, there's a reason why nerds and geeks rule the world, man. <laughs> really. And honestly, it's because inside we're all a nerd, we're all a geek. Yeah. Like if, if John Hughes taught us nothing, it's the fact that we're all a geek. We we John, all have that John Hughes Breakfast Club Breakfast Club exactly oh. yeah that's the lesson of Breakfast Club <laughs> is that we're we're all a jock yeah we're all the outcast we're all the preppy kid like there's that facet of all of us It's just which time you spend more time polishing sure wild stuff Damn, happened Chris. happened right here you're an encyclopedia Pe- people man people forget about this stuff like it's it's crazy well so and it
0: you, you know with with the way things are going and. With the way our society is kind of pulling stuff out of mm. history books, media, old movies, cartoons, selective everything. editing, selective editing. These conversations are going to become more and more important.
1: It's interesting because that's actively how the winners are chosen. Meaning, that's that's how history's written, quite no. literally. Um, you know, like that. That's a big problem that a lot of people have with the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm and and the fact that they removed books from what was considered the bible i mean it wasn't the bible yet it was when they were making the bible but yeah. it was like well only these two or three sects over here in like eurasia read that uh, the rest of us don't ascribe to that so whoop, let's let's toss the gospel of mary over here let's toss the gospel of you know judas over here wow all that stuff So there are numerous other little gospels and things like that that are written, that are out there, that are just considered part of the, quote, apocrypha, Apocrypha. where that word apocryphal comes from. Really, It's things that are not allowed, knowledge that is forbidden. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. have to look into that. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. But yeah, I mean, you have to be real careful whenever you're, quote, editing history, Mm -hmm. because that history could be very easily forgotten. Well, the people that are pulling it out, they want it forgotten. That's why it's getting removed, right? Quite, a, uh, in theory, yeah, yeah. In theory, and uh, I mean, the question is: Should it be something that is forgotten? That's that's really the the quandary that gets, we put ourselves. Who in. gets to decide? Who gets to decide that? Yeah, you know, are we doomed to fail and repeat the same action because it's just not there? Well, that's that's the idea, right? Is but that the overarching plan to begin with? Mm-hmm. Oh, now you get real nefarious, see? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, can I have you back on the show? Anytime, buddy. All right. Anytime. And uh, you,
0: you, you made the drive to see me today. Maybe I'll have to return the favor. Sure. Now, Now, one of your videos, I saw the impressive <laughs> studio you have. So I, I was yeah. feeling very inadequate today with, feel inadequate, with this little great. thing. These are you know cheap little microphones. I, hey. I'm getting headsets so Ooh. with the and i've got a, a buddy that's uh, hey lucas uh, got some really nice headsets and he, he let me try them on and record mm. the last episode
1: with them yeah. and uh they the uh, audio technicas
0: i think that's it yeah, yeah. and man they are yeah, just like awesome.
1: espn style Cause this isn't comfortable they're yeah. okay it's all right you yeah. know it it works it gets the job done um, I myself have I don't know how many S M fifty eights kicking around my house from years of doing a rock and roll and all that stuff. So. This is really the the prize, right here. Oh that's Dude. the bee's knees, baby. These, these are
0: you know, these are these are second rate, but this is top of the line. So <laughs>
1: it really is. And as someone even whenever people ask me what should I get, <clears throat> that is hands down where I send them. Yeah. Um, I could send them down the rabbit hole of you need this interface, you need this board. You know, if you're trying to do One six different Skype guests and cross feeding all of them to each other and doing six different mixed minuses, yeah, we need a real soundboard. Yeah, and, all. and I don't know what um, any of that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll teach you. Um, this does that for you. So you don't mm-hmm. need that. Yep. And that's what's great. I tell people all the time when I was on broadcast, this has everything that was at my disposal. Yeah. I have the ability to make a phone call, I have to, the ability to take a Skype guest. The ability to play sounds off a computer, the soundboard that I have there for whatever I want. Right. Yeah. You know, every so. every podcaster
0: yeah. I bring on and they they start talking about this. Road, Road ought to start being a sponsor on this show. It really <laughs> should because we always talk about this. <laughs> I thing. think everybody wants that right now. Yeah. Well, yeah Chris, I, throw yeah. out some plugs, man. Let uh, your oh your website, shameless self promotion H- H- time.
1: HC H- Universal Ooh. Network. You want to send folks that way? Oh, absolutely. HC uh, H- Universal Network has. Tons of great content, everything from dudes and beer and talking sound to uh, comedy stuff, your, spiritual stuff. Your network. I went ahead
0: and, of course, I made a bunch of notes that I didn't need because we, <laughs> you know, we, we had no trouble keeping the conversation going. Um, but you have, you know, I, I wrote down eight different shows here. I think yeah. that, that y'all have on your network. Yeah. Uh, do you guys uh, uh, kind of do some cross promotional
1: stuff or, or? Uh, here and there? Yeah. yeah. Some of the some of the hosts will hop out and appear on other shows all that kind of stuff no what what what
0: what kind of person would go to the hc universal network to look at your list of podcasts
1: anybody who likes podcasts yeah i mean it really depends on the content that you want we have everything from news and politics to uh scary dad all about horror and you know pop culture Mm -hmm. stuff like that Gentlemen, no class which is basically this just some guys sitting around having beers talking about things uh dudes and beer which started out as that has really become a drilled in focused show with uh guests Mm -hmm. talking about like authors things like that talking about important fringe topics yeah so some that we might have touched on
0: tonight quite a few (laughs) quite a few um well the you know i we, we, yeah. could, we could spend another eight hours talking about things like exorcist oh, and government uh, conspiracies,
1: conspiracy well, I'll, hypothesis. I'll be having episode <laughs> 300 come up soon. Congratulations. Thank you. That is awesome. Um, is and, that dudes and beer? Or? Yeah. Okay. That, that should be a five-hour episode, if Damn. I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're going to have everything from human trafficking, targeted individuals, uh, hopefully be talking with Graham Phillips about the Lost Ark of the Covenant. Just... All kinds of good stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be an action-packed episode. You might get some white vans pulling up to your house. I get plenty of them. (laughs) Uh, Probably my craziest episode by far um, was when all the fracas started here recently with the riots and all that Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, When all that first popped off, it came across the radar that um, Anonymous Mm -hmm. had hacked the Minneapolis Police Department. Really, And I was contacted through one of my other contacts Mm. in the NSA, um, that one of their contacts with them wanted to come on my show. To what end? To basically use my show as a platform to address the Minneapolis Police Department, to inform them of what they had. Oh, my God. And the fact that if there were not arrest warrants released, that they would be going after the Minneapolis Police Department and releasing everything that they had acquired in their hack. Um, It was a wild moment in my life. About 20, 30 minutes before we went live, my site came under active DDoS attack. What is that? Uh, direct, Direct denial of service. It's basically where hackers are using... A tiny snippet of code from this node, that node, that node, that node. They basically flood your channel with so much inconsequential traffic that it clogs up the line and shuts down the service. <laughs> so I actively had members of Anonymous in the background while we were live like, Am I going to get away from people away from my podcast website? You know, half, it of was this, wild, half of
0: this recording, I've been thinking in the back of my mind, like nothing's <laughs> actually hooked up to
1: the Internet.
0: So this conversation won't get me in trouble yet.
1: Well, and that's why I made sure to clear it up and say conspiracy hypothesis. because okay, Your so phone it's... was listening.
0: Yeah, it. I know. My TV, <laughs> my toaster, the bananas the go, I bought this morning.
1: <laughs> oh, don't go into bananas, bro.
0: Okay, bananas next time, (laughs) Chris. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And uh, seriously, if you want to have me on your podcast, if if that'll add value to your community, I'm happy to do it. And then I'd love to have you back on uh, in the very near future. Great, thanks, man. Absolutely, Fort Worth Roots. Thank y'all for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Yeah man that And what used
0: to happen Another big thank you to our guest today, Chris Jordan, thank you for coming on the show man. I can't wait to have you back on. Uh, Y'all don't forget HCUniversalNetwork.com To find all of Chris Jordan's content And to find a full directory of the podcast That he uh, networks with There's everything you could think of People talking about religion, politics Guys just sitting around drinking and talking crap So And uh, Just as a reminder uh, I don't want to put up a paywall For people to have to worry about Anything like that But I do want to make sure these episodes are convenient enough that you can digest on your way to work or in a short amount of time you don't have to devote three hours to listen to uh, one of these episodes so with that in mind i've trimmed these down and those are the regular episodes going on the podcast but if you can't get enough of one of the episodes you want to hear more there's always the the full episode basically unedited that we put up on the patreon account so there's that Also, if you're watching the the video on YouTube, we do have a podcast. If you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to see my my beautiful face, it's on YouTube. So either way, we're out there all over the place, all the social medias, all the stuff. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. You're the reason I do this, and I will see you next week. Thanks again. Bye.